0: All right. what's going on guys welcome to river city 93 brought to you by roughnecks cars and go to go press it's a win it's a win Cheers! it's a win cheers man <laughs> popping bottles man yes it's a win so it's a goal it's a win and on top it's of that, game. it's a great performance. Yes, with, with yeah, drama. it is. It with is with some drama. <laughs> it is. This is Elliot. by the way. This is Shanae. This is Shanae. Yep. We're just ecstatic, man. Oh man! <laughs> so we haven't won in eight. I think they said it was a thousand minutes, give or take, since our last goal mm-hmm. on May twenty second. Twenty second. Yep. And the last team that we scored against was Orlando City, City B. B. Poetic justice. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about everything about this game. The red cards. We're gonna talk about the goals, the offside goals. Yes. First of all, let's start off with this formation, because you, you pretty much tweeted out like what everyone was thinking. <laughs> so I'm sitting at home. So I didn't go to the game. I did. Yeah, I didn't. I, I was not. I had been running around running errands in that heat all day. I was not gonna sit out there in the heat. I'm sitting on my couch and on ESPN plus the kickers lineup is four three three. I check Foot Mob, the lineup is five or no, three six one. I check. You the look kickers, getting really innovative, we're going three six one. Yeah. <laughs> really innovative. <laughs> and I check the the kickers app and it says five four one. Well, let's just put it this way. League one, let's get it together. Okay. Let's Everyone, let's just let's wait let's... the first five minutes and throw <laughs> out formations. That's why I think the kickers yeah. just throw out the names. And just exactly. Let go. That's, that's <laughs> what I think. At the end of the day, ESPN should demand more than a list of players and make an assumption on what the lineup's going to yeah. be. Because they got it all wrong. They had Troyer up at left wing and... and Gallardo I mean by the shot of goal, Troy could have. was in the midfield. I I look. <laughs> um I'm not gonna lie, I really do like the formation. So it ended up being, in my opinion, a five one, two, three. I don't really think that makes sense. It was it was basically a five, four, one with a wing five, backs one, rather than fullbacks. Wait, a five-one Five one three one. Yeah, I think basically five one three one. Yeah, all right. With math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was good to see Lockerbie start. Yes, he played great on the wing. Uh, Bodok played in his natural position, which was in the midfield. He yeah, right in front of the back he line. He looked amazing. He looked very in good. And Wapie in the middle of the midfield, I think, is probably the better position for him. Than yeah, playing out of the wing because he plays so close inside. And he was unpredictable. Yeah. He was floating everywhere. He was popping up in random places. He was. And we'll talk when we talk about the goal later on, we'll see that it starts with his movement and him being such a handful. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Friday, um, the Red Army I went mm-hmm. went to practice. Yeah. And if you think the game Saturday was hot, try being out there and practice at like ten, eleven o'clock. <sighs> ain't gonna lie, I took my shirt off. <laughs> and I was already like somewhat yeah I saw the, I saw the I Yo, saw the picture you, you y'all you you guys look <laughs> hot but I will say this Shanoski is about that life <laughs> I thought Shanoski was just like a straight teddy bear now is about that life like he he's not afraid to cuss anyone out on the field No, no <laughs> like, no I mean but, you can't be as a center back yeah but um let's get back to the game. I mean I mean we've seen it we've seen it with Yambi in the past years. Yambi Saint Yambi, but out on the field, he's the enforcer. Oh yeah. <laughs> so unlike very true kicker's fortune, we had a goal in the first fifteen minutes that was offside. Ah. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people you t- All right, I ain't gonna lie, you talk me off the ledge, because I really was thinking it was a goal. Like, yeah, I was yeah. in my heart of hearts thinking, like, this was a goal. But yeah. you explained it, so I'll let you explain it. Yeah, so the cross comes in, the, the corner kick comes in from Gallardo. And as the corner kick is coming in, I, I'm not sure who from Orlando City B was on the near post. Um. I can't tell. What, they had one defender on the near post, and the goalie and another defender were almost on the goal line. As the cross comes in, all three of them step out to maybe come meet the ball or maybe come mark somebody, but Chin stays where he is practically on the goal line. Ivan gets a header, comes off the post, and comes straight to Chin. Yeah. And Chin just pops it in because, I mean, at the end of the day, all Chin needed to do right there was let it hit him, and it was going in. But as Ivan is heading the ball... Chin is behind everyone. He even has his hand on the his arm, his arm, hand on the goalie's shoulder. So, he's behind the goalie. He's behind everyone. So, he was offsides. That was a good call. The AR caught that one. I um, mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, standing in Section 0, by the way, for everyone that was standing in Section 0, I'll give you a round of yes. applause because that concrete by itself was bacon. Like, I think... You could have probably, probably fried an egg on the... Probably so. Like... <laughs> On the field it was probably ninety-five, ninety eight. It's already hot. Yeah. But in the stands, yeah, they I, think, I swear I think it was like one oh four. They 100%. said on the pitch, on, on ESPN Plus, they said on the pitch was ninety seven, I think. Yeah, so it's it felt like one oh five. But yeah, you, know. you guys it was probably one oh five, felt like one ten. You know how normally before the game starts we're sitting there chanting, singing, hanging uh-huh. out, everyone was sitting down <laughs> like it just they before. were sitting down. We were sitting down before the game kicked off. Why are you guys sitting down now? Now we're going to hear from the front office that we do need those benches in Section O. Dude, it was like <laughs> I was just like, no, it is hot. <laughs> but I mean, it I, it. I still wish it was a goal. I do. I, I do want to a goal in that section in front of Section O. That's all I want. Yes. Um, but one thing that we did see was. Arno, he had an amazing chance in twenty first minute. The dipping shot that he had that was curved. Ooh, that was a venomous ball. I mean, he was left wide open there. He I was. mean, he came running in, no one stepped. So he said, "You know what? What the heck? I'm just gonna go for it." He curled that ball. If it wasn't for the fact that Orlando City's goalie is what like six three. Yeah, I all I mean, I was calling him fat during the game, but he's a lot slimmer and taller. Yeah, he was than huge. Me. Yeah, he's six six. Six six. So if he wasn't six six, that's going in. So pretty much he could play for the Orlando Magic. Hey Orlando, we need to sign him, you know. Yeah. Um, but um No, I mean he used all part of that frame to get that shirt around. Because if he's any shorter, that's in. Like it was on top. If he's five three, in. that's going in. That's going in top bins, and that's what probably challenging for goal of the week. I like it it was an amazing shot by him. Um, I mean I don't know what it is about this game. Like, even before this game, I think I texted you I was like, yo, I have a weird feeling about this game. And I was like, I I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But it was it's, like... It's... The kickers looked... They looked like everything... From the first five everything minutes... was supposed to be going right, went right. Yeah. And from the first five minutes, it looked like a completely different kicker scene. It looked like they they their Wheaties this morning. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, normally, like... This game should have had two extra goals. Yes. Bulldog should have had a penalty. Yes. Um, the Joey G one that I was complaining about went back and looked at it. He was outside of the box. He was outside can, of the box. I can, when I can he understand got, that. Yeah, that was that was. But the Bulldog one was a hundred. That was stone wall penalty, penalty kick, not a free kick outside the box. He got he the contact. The player was f- almost at the penalty spot when he started going towards Matt. Yeah. He, I mean, he was level with it because he was running. From wide. When he con- collides, when he connects with Baldu, he is at least half a yard inside the box. Yeah. And as a referee, you need to see that. Yeah. That's unacceptable. That, like, to me, is absolutely unacceptable. Unprofessional and unacceptable from the referees. I, look, I don't I, care I, if no, people only, are going to say shots fired, but shots fired at League One get better referees. I mean, I mean oh, we'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> um... <laughs> we'll definitely talk about that because we got another situation to talk about but even from there you could just tell like the possession looked better like granted we had what 226 passes on our own back half but I think the kickers went into this game with a far better game plan and they didn't underestimate Orlando City yeah. because in, in the, the previous game, game they you could underestimated tell like, them. underestimated them and they looked uninterested they looked, they looked uninterested because it was the end of a very long road yeah. trip and, and you could see the fatigue, the, um the, oh you could just I just want to go home, like, we get kind of mentality. Points. So, yep. it looked like a very controlled game. Orlando City didn't even have, they had two shots on goal. The whole game. Both of game. them were easy saves Both by of Kira. them were in the second half. Yeah. Easy saves by Akira. mm mm-hmm. And I think what happened was, Shinovsky, all this to him, he was my MVP, controlled the game. Yeah, like because you can see it. Like he controlled everything. We had a front three. I think it was between and Wape, Gariardo, Chen. And you could tell. You go back and look at the game. If one of them is making like a cutting run, Chen will pull it. He will go long. Yep. If one of them was making a cutting run, but it looked like all right, he's not going to make it, or it's going to be a turnover. He's marked. Yeah, I'm gonna pass it off to Malaga's or Aqua. So everyone had options. Yeah, everyone had like like you said, we were talking about this before we started recording. You said everyone had at least two or three options. Exactly. so? If pressure came, you had an outlet. Yeah, and that's why it was a. That's why I think the five in the back kind of works for us because then it doesn't put as much pressure on the CDM, which was Troyer. By the way, for those who don't know, Maxi didn't play. I don't know why. I think he might have had an injury or something, or probably just wanted rest. Probably. Um, but Troy did a very great job at that CDM spot, but probably said coach is too daggone hot. I'm not. <laughs> I hope that's not the reason why he didn't play. Um, but you can just tell, like, it was good distribution all around. Shinosky was pulling strings left, right, and yes. center. Yeah, no Shinosky, I mean, that to me is not anything new. Shinosky, ever since the beginning of the season, has had a certain poison composure about him that has been absolutely professional. Very professional. Um, And you saw it again today. But now, with two center backs back there with him, that made for a different dynamic. And you got to see his composure even more. Because now he's like, I got even more time. And then more options. And I'm not even going to lie. like Even during the first half, I think Orlando City B had a dangerous set piece. And they tried to do the same set piece they did against us for where they get the ball out into an angle, and they kind of, like, shoot it in quick to the top of the box, and then try to take the shot. And you can tell the kickers were very alert to it. We didn't see the mental mistakes that hurt us in games past. And that's something yeah. that you can tell. Like, Bulo has been harping on him, like, set pieces. Like, guys, we got to get better. Mm-hmm. Like, even when we went to the practice, he was yelling at it, Like, guys, set pieces. Stay alert. Stay awake. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall for the trap. Yeah. Um, so then... I- yeah, Bulow's probably quoting Alexi Lalas a whole lot. I told you about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Set pieces, set pieces, set pieces. I mean, I and and granted, that has been the story of this league, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, set pieces has played a very, very big role, and we struggled with it so much, and that could have a lot to do. That does have a lot to I mean, especially when you look at one of the goals that was scored against us last week yeah. with North Texas and I mean it was just it looked to to the naked eye it looked like, oh, we just left someone wide open. No, they just they mm. just made us have a three stooges moment at the top of the box and then the dude got away. So <laughs> So <laughs> after half top happens and you can feel the mood the same way. Like, everyone's like, oh my God, like yo, we just gotta get one of these in. But it's not like that mood of like Yo, we just need to get a draw out of this game. It's like, yo, chances are here. Chances are because, here. and You got to think about it. At the end of the first half, I don't think Akira had to make a single save. Or any shot was taken at all. The Orlando City B didn't get have a single shot, didn't have a single chance in the whole first half. Yeah. They did not create any chances. Um, Akira had a very, very quiet first half. Yeah. Mm. Like, Unlike the second half. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just think about it like this. Like, you can see a lot of our play came from the wings, but then went inside. Mm-hmm. So, back to the point I was making earlier. If Shinozzi didn't see the cut run from Gallardo and Wapare 10, he would pass it off to Modigasa Akwe, who would then pass it off to Lockway or Thompson. Thompson alone had seven crosses in his game. Yeah. When the last time you heard of one of our players having seven crosses in a game? Let alone the team. Yeah. Like, Lockerbie... I'm going to put this out there. He's the best fullback in the league. I'm, I'm fine with saying that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> not going to argue with you on that one because I, I, I can agree. can agree. two opportunities. And then, all of a sudden, we had, what, three chances in the span of five seconds from Bodock to Chen to Troyer, and the Troyer would have scored, for those who don't know, Torian looks like the guy at YMCA basketball that has like the sweats and the armbands, and he just practiced free throws all day. Looks the least a bit of athletic, but he ripped like he ripped his shot into the lower left corner that I think Herrera <clears throat> one saw late. Mm-hmm. The only reason he saved it is because he's six six and he was yeah, able to. And save he has it. the wingspan to yeah, save it. That's the only reason why he saved it. Because if not that. Balls in the back of the net. He had a lot of venom behind it, too. Yeah. That was a very well-struck shot. And, and, I mean, it's not just that shot. Troyer was all over the middle of the field. Um, he he, was, he made himself present he did. everywhere. The other team's midfield were having a hard time with him. Anytime Orlando City B would get the ball in the midfield, Troyer was somewhere around there. Troyer played a lot like N'Golo Conte. When he was playing for Manchester for, uh, Leicester City. You was about City. to say Manchester United. No. You was. I, I, wish, <laughs> I wish. I wish. No. Oh. When he was playing for Leicester City. Yeah. I mean, just all over the place. Hounding. He was, man. He, he was, and you would think that on a day like yesterday, uh, everyone would just kind of try and stay in a zone. And no. Not Troyer. No. Nah, it could be yeah. 120 degrees. Troyer is going to run you down. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, but that... that that's what Tory strength is, is, playing that CDM role. Exactly. You know, that's what you asked him to go out there to do. I mean, the other thing to it, yo, about this formation that I think works so well is we actually supported each other in the midfield. Yes. I don't care how good of a back four you have. I don't care how good of an offense you have. If you have a piss poor midfield, you're not winning a bunch of games. No. And this is the first game where I can say, this season alone, because, granted, we won the four out of five games. Mm-hmm. We were doing okay, but our midfield was still shaky. This is the first thing where I could truly say, like, our midfield stamped out a lot of stuff. Like, got mm-hmm. rid of a lot of the right. problems that could have happened. Did. So, that's one positive from this game. Then we get to Chengo. Oh, just remind me, who wore the captain's armband? Akira. Akira, okay. Akira had. Yeah. But, Chengo. And let's just say that the crimson chin, the crimson came chin. through the clutch. Yes, I mean this was a very good team goal. Um, there were at, there were several players involved with this goal. Several of them didn't even touch the ball, but had a big, big, big part in this goal. Um, so the ball gets played around a little bit. Muape gets the ball in the middle, and he starts doing his Muape thing. Starts running at at players, fainting like he's going to charge in, putting defenders on their heels, and then just turns around and coolly slots the ball back to... Who was it that he slot the ball back to? Was it Balduke Or was it Troyer? Uh, no, it was Shinovsky. Yeah. He dro- drops the ball back to Shinovsky, who's right around the middle of the field, and now with all this movement and everybody else, this, this is the key, with something that we haven't seen with the kickers everybody else moving around, Mm -hmm. just making unpredictable runs, recycling their runs. Oh, it's not there. I'm going to drop back and try another run. Doing that, that left Akwe wide open on the wing. Akwe gets the ball, and I'm going to be honest with you. um, The Silva-Simes for Orlando City B did not make a good name for himself with this one. He had plenty of time because Aqua took plenty of time to get that cross in. Yeah. He had plenty of time to close him down to prevent the cross, and he didn't. He gave Aquay way I mean, too much time and space. This is what Mark Jackson says in basketball: hand down, man down. Like you could tell, the was just out there, just like kind of. He, he was pretty much ice skate defending. Like, all yeah. right, I'm just gonna sit here and shuffle my feet. Yeah, and I'm make. I'm just gonna make sure you don't beat me. I mean, and that's all the way. And Aqua looked, picked his head up, look. But that's that's it's the, the thing. thing. That's the situation. Yes, Akwe has some decent pace, but as a winger. But I'm saying like that's the kind of defender he was as, doing. as a winger, you should know you have pace over this guy. He's a center back, so if you step to him, prevent a cross, and he cuts past you, you have plenty of opportunity to recover yeah. because you're quicker. You have you're quicker off the block, and you're faster. You have you. You're gonna. You have more pace. Yeah. So those are the situations where because you have players behind you, because you have, and and as a winger or an attacking midfielder or a center midfielder, your job is to just go in. If you get beat, you get beat. So what? Because you're quick, you're supposed to be a, one of the faster players. You can't have a slow winger. I mean, it doesn't really make much sense to have a slow winger. I know this player is fast. I, I saw <laughs> him later on in the game just flying up that wing. He's fast enough to if. Akwe takes a touch past him for him to be able to turn and recover, mm-hmm. but stop that cross. He doesn't stop the cross. Akwe puts the ball right on Chin's foot, and that was that cross was absolutely beautiful. And you had who else was in the box? Got Ga, um, Gallardo. Muape had come up to the top of the of the box. Um, who was near post? Uh, uh, I can't remember right now. I, Think it, uh, but there were there were at least four players in and around in and around the eighteen yard box, yes. and because of that, and making runs, not just standing there, making runs, forcing defenders to go out of position. So Chin is absolutely wide open to just pick his foot up and side volley this ball right into the right into the goal, right past uh, Herrera. Beautiful goal! I'll take that for a first goal out since May. I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> I mean, oh man, it it's just it so feels like it's a weight off your shoulders. Like it, <laughs> like the way how you was explaining it is something we haven't seen from the kickers in a long time. Exactly. It's just like, that like you're not relying on one or two people to make an inside run to make an assist. If Chin misses it or gets ahead to it, and nods it back. There's other players there to get the rebound. Exactly. Even when exactly. the chance where Boduck, uh, Chen, and um, Troyer. Troyer almost three players inside of five seconds all had a shot on target. Mm-hmm. Gallardo dangerous chances, like things like that is what the kickers were missing. Yeah. And you feel like the more and more, like Coach Mueller said after after the game, was like, "Yeah, you just need the guys just to take those chances, and they weren't inside their own head. Mm-hmm. You can tell that." They weren't inside the, the old head. Overthink yourself. They were just like, "Look, let it rip, let it fly, whatever happens." That yeah, Mwape had one opportunity where he turned the defender inside out, but then skied it. Yeah, skied it over over the net. But he just turned around and ran back to his position. All right, let's try again. And if I did the math right, that was six hundred and twenty minutes between goals. 620 so twenty minutes, minutes, minutes between Hughes scoring against Orlando City B and Chin scoring against Orlando City B. So we want to thank Orlando City B for helping us. In the streak of us not scoring. Uh-huh. Um, and now we get to what everyone's talking about. The side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> red card, red card, red, red card. card. Um. A hat trick of red cards right, so in one moment. I was sitting in the stadium. I'm not even going to lie to you. I can't even tell you how it started until I went back and rewatched it. But s- sitting there, and granted, I'm in, Central, I'm in the first row, so I'm looking like straight at it. I didn't even see how it start. Only I saw it was like a rugby scrub. <laughs> and then like the goalkeeper from Orlando City B. Herrera comes flying. <laughs> yo, no, a lot of you die He's on the other side. Yeah, At see, the goalkeeper, I don't see this. I just see him come into frame. Yes. Come flying into He's His over there. blue jersey come yeah, flying into so frame. He, <laughs> so <laughs> the ball goes out of bounds. And you know, the refs try to blow it up. And Herrera's over there drinking water, wiping his face off. And then he looks. And I lot of you die. He makes a B-line sprint to get over there. <laughs> and, and what it looks like, it looked like he just tried to like control someone and get in someone's face and he just ended up falling over. Like, and tipping over the um, side rail. Having gone back and look at it, I still don't see, because on the field, it was kind of confusing on what Akira gonna wreck off her. And we heard like Akira he, put his hand to his neck. Akira said he did it. Going back and looking at it, I don't see Akira putting his hand to the neck. But you said no. that he used the, the red card for shoving. For, for retaliation. Now, <clears throat> here's, here's how this all starts. So, um, the camera's got a good view. I, I have to give it up to the cameras; They got a good view of what happened. Um, ball goes out for a corner kick. The ball is literally right next to the goal. Akira picks up the ball and is holding on to it. Which Games, you can do. Gamesmanship. Running out the clock. Trying to get yeah. more time. Um, and it was it a corner? Was I think, it a, yeah, it was supposed it was to corner? be a corner. And I think I think Deuth is the one who. No. Was it Duve? No, it was you talking about the one who started the pusher? Yeah. It was the striker. Um, um The Striker. Um, uh, I know his first name is William. It was number nine. I can't think of his name. Yes, the their number nine. He goes up to Akira and uh Basically, takes the ball from him. Bagru. There you go. Yeah. Bagru goes goes up to Akira. With one hand, snatches the ball away from Akira. And with the other hand, shoves Akira. Now, this game had been getting a little bit scrappy. It was starting to get a little bit scrappy. Tempers were high off of the... Um, a lot of things not called. For example, Matt Bulldogs. The foul. That was Stonewall's. Stonewall penalty. gets called as a free kick outside the box things like that tempers are high it's hot that's another big factor and i think akira snaps so the moment Bagru pushes akira akira's both arms go up and he chest shoves Bagru back and that's what starts the fight now another player comes flying in as now after shoving him <clears throat> Akira still continues to step towards the play and gets right in Bagru's face. So now you have another Orlando City B player coming in, not trying to, not trying to fight Akira, but restraining him, trying to hold him back while a third Orlando City B player comes and is holding Bagru back yeah. because now there's a shouting match going on between the two. Yeah. And then everyone else starts jumping in. Ak- Akwe comes in to um, kind of take over from that Orlando City B player that was holding Akira back basically uh, and I can understand it as a player and having played goalie before yeah, and being on the other side but having played on the field and not wanting anyone touching your goalie because that's that's something that, for those of you that haven't really played mm-hmm. you don't you don't touch nobody's goalie you you don't Um, so Akwe stepping in saying, all right, I got this. Let me hold him back. You get off my goalie. And now that starts some more altercations and more players come running in more. And it just turns into a complete maelstrom. Herrera comes flying in from out of nowhere and grabs, I think it was Magalas. I think, I'm not sure. Grabs Magalas by the shirt and it, his momentum takes him and Magalas into the advertisement board and that gets knocked over and then it's just mayhem complete mayhem another very bad um, performance by the referees is the fact that the center referee spent at least three minutes telling Orlando City (laughs) B players to step away from him so he could talk to his AR I don't mean to laugh I truly don't but I've if never I've, no, no 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 I've never seen a referee spray <laughs> Take the spray <spring>. to set himself a plane. <laughs> like it was like he put his own self in time out was like, hey look, I need time. I need time. Yeah, And, and, and my, my thing is, you would like never movie. see, like, an, in MLS, every single one of those players that it took three or four times to tell them to back off is getting a yellow card. But see, this is the thing. He didn't pull out a single card. I don't see any MLS or USL championship or well, Premier League, uh, maybe USL championship. Uh, but No, no MLS, uh, ch- Premier League, whatever, coach, uh, referee pulling out the spray to say don't step over this line so i can talk you to know my the funny thing is, yo, that's the equivalent of your wife saying like you stay on your side i'm staying on my side <laughs> that's the but it was just so funny yo like, i mean I'm, it's, it's I'm just, too, i mean granted my hats off too because i would have never thought about that. that that is such i mean yes it's i i can see that but that's unprofessional very unprofessional He had no control of this game. No, he didn't. He had no control in that that moment. And granted, it was hectic. And I understand, like, you're trying to. I understand it's hectic. But they're making it more hectic. Therefore, they need to show a quick yellow. Show a quick yellow to let them know. You you mean business. Everyone else is going to back off because not everyone wants a yellow. Especially since a few of those players already had yellow. Yeah, exactly. But this is the other thing to it. And this is my whole thing. I understand a referee job is not easy at all. Our boy Ted is a referee. Mm-hmm. He tells us all the time, like, "Yo, a rep job is not easy." I understand one hundred percent. And neither I, was the... I disagree in the fact that I think Akira should have gotten a red card. I think Akira got a red because the other two Orlando City players got a red, and I think it was just like Akira. was The third, the part... the third red for the second Orlando City B player. I have no idea where it came from. Yeah, because I, the, the, it, it was, so was so much so going much on. mayhem. I think Probably Akira the, the AR red. saw something. Yeah, in that mess that we couldn't see, and I think Akira, and... baby, words were said. We don't know because you can't really hear the audio. Yeah, I think um, I truly think that Akira gets the red because he's the initial like starter in it. But they were claiming hands in that I didn't see it. My question is the USL League One is how in the world does Orlando City B D <laughs> Orlando City B D Orlando City B goalkeeper who had a hundred yard sprint not get a talking to? Not get a card, nothing. He came over and made the situation worse. 10 times worse. He's the reason why the advertisement board went <laughs> over and he didn't even get a card. He didn't get a talking to. He was completely ignored. Like, that's <laughs> what I'm just The ref told him to go back. Like, what? Like, you. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's my whole thing. I mean, this I is my other sure. case that I made a case on League One Fun. There's no reason why VAR. Is not a US elite one. There's no reason why. Because the simple standpoint of... If we can have combinators on these game from one central office... Why can't you set up VAR in one central location? You already have a fourth VAR. I'm pretty sure it don't cost that much to have a fifth one... To just sit there and just be like... Hey look. Ref, you might want to come look at this. Yeah. I have someone from the VAR office... VAR office... In the central location to look at the game where it's going on and be like, "Hey, Central, you might want to look at this." Yeah. There's no reason why you cannot have V E R set up in League One. Yeah. Like <clears throat> you have it in MLS, you have it in most of the Premier Leagues. There's no there's understandably no reason why I can understand USL League 2 because it's pro seven. I can yeah. I can kind of let that one go. For professional leagues? Yeah. This is like, professional. I, I, I don't understand it. This and is plus two, like, so no. yeah, I, I understand that be. we're not getting like the, the top quality refs. And I know people have rifles right, against refs in MLS and all this stuff. But if USL League One is like, look, this is going to be a ref starting round, get them prepared for what they're going to have to deal with if they eventually make it up to MLS, which is using VAR. And another thing is this footage that coaches are using in order to you know, prepare for games against other teams. Why is USL League One not using this footage to evaluate referees, to evaluate whether referees are doing their job correctly? Because at the end of the day, I don't know, who, who was it who, who said that this referee gave them some issues? Wait, not- Lansing had the same issues with this same referee. Why is this ref coaching another game this soon? If he, are, if he had a terrible game. Already. I don't know. I don't know. I mean... These are the types of things. There is no disciplinary ramifications for referees. There is no... There's no repercussion for calling a bad game. Yeah. So, we're going to put a poll out there. Just let us know. Does USL League a championship need to get VAR by next season start? Let us know. Um, But, <laughs> we had three red cards. And... So Here he gets sent off, but we have our boy Joey Rice. Joey Rice. He got a clean sheet. I mean, he could granted only play like 10 minutes. But he got yeah. a clean sheet. And because of, again, because of how well our defense was, he didn't really have that much to do. No. But there were there was a moment that um one thing that I was concerned about that I did not get to see much of in the um Lionsbridge game. Lionsbridge FC game is how good is Joe Rice with his feet? And there was one opportunity where the ball had to come back to him on twice in a row. Yeah. Like, the ball came back to him. He just opened his hips. One time passes it to, I think, Shinovsky. Yeah. Shinovsky's under pressure. Has to give it back to him. Turns his hips again. One time passes it to, to, to Ivan. And you could see that there was composure there because there was pressure coming. So that's good signs to see. And yeah. I mean, you, he's probably gonna have to start the next game with. Oh, I mean, he's Akira. gonna start. He's gonna start with Akira I, I getting a he, red. Yeah, he's gonna start. Because yeah. if he wasn't, there's no reason why you're throwing him on. I mean, yeah. you have to put a goalkeeper on. But yeah, I mean, you put. He's Matt gonna on. start if if you were gonna start Matt, you put yeah, Matt on. He's if gonna you, start. Um, yeah, Akira. I think. Granted, I don't want to see him get the rest because of a red card, but he's played every game this season. Mm-hmm. Give him a rest. Yeah. yeah. I, like, honestly, I would tell Kara like, hey, look, you're going to practice the whole week, but you don't got to go to Toronto. Sit at home, relax. Yeah. Be ready for next week. <laughs> Be ready for the following week. It, it's, uh, yeah. all right. And, and, and that's one of those situations where, as a coach, you, I don't think either coach has to take any disciplinary action against the players, because this is, first of all, the game was very scrappy. Secondly, the ref did not take control of the game. Thirdly. It was 100 degrees out there. Yeah. I've coached a game where it was really hot um, and I know, granted, these are kids, but it got scrappy. The red card was thrown at the... Kids saying stuff that they normally wouldn't do, doing things that they normally wouldn't do, saying things to each other that they normally wouldn't say. The heat has an effect on and you, and honestly, it can raise your temper bad. So honestly, you could tell how chippy this game was. You had seventeen fouls for Richmond, thirteen for Orlando, yeah, and three red cards, yeah. And I don't, I and there even, were I think there were four you had, yellows, yeah, four yellow cards. You could tell this game was all kinds of chippy, but Richmond wins. Yes, You played Toronto FC. I'm coming next. Um, oh, also forgot. Sam Moore got his debut. The kid going to UNC. Second week in a row that um, a Richmond United academy player got a debut. So yes, shout out to him. Um. So, other news in USL. The Athletic, which by the way, if you do not have a subscription to The Athletic, make sure you get one because they provide some great content. Oh yes, <clears throat> my bad. Talks about. MLS 2 squads moving down to USL League 1 by 2021? hmm How do you feel? I'm going to let you start. How do you feel about it? I don't like generalizations. And I think this is a generalization. For you to say, oh, all of the B teams for all of the MLS teams need to go all the way down to League 1. I don't see that making much sense, especially when you have... MLS clubs of different stature, different size. So for example, a let me throw, let me just say, an Orlando City B team is nowhere near as good as an LA Galaxy B team. An LA Galaxy B team does not belong in the same league. Better example, New York Red Bulls. New York Red Bulls B team does not belong in the same league as the same Only way the how North Texas B team could technically be a championship squad. Yeah. But someone like Tomeka, De- Tacoma Defiance, who is Seattle Sounders B squad, is looking like a USL Elite One team. And they're playing in the championship. Yeah. So, you, I, I don't think you can... I, I don't think it makes much sense. I do feel that... They need to evaluate which B teams need to be where. and I think they've done that well. Toronto FC is a is, is Toronto FCB or two mm-hmm. they used to belongs in League One.
1: Yeah. I but mean, right New now, York
0: City Red Bulls two does not belong in League One. They no. belong in USL Championship. They're doing well. They're thriving. They're they're competing on the field. They're competing financially. They're competing attendance wise. They they don't belong. I will make this point again. The Red Bulls and FC Dallas have the best two academy systems out there. Like, Red Bulls academy system, like I looked at it, they have a team, of course, in MLS, a team in the championship, and they have a team in in USL League 2. Yeah. So, these are your MLS 2 squads. Um, You have the New York Red Bulls, which are second in the East. Then you have, further down, you have Bethlehem Steel, which is the Unions that are 11th. You have La- Loudon yeah, Loud. Who's in the four either. who's fourteenth in the East. mm mm-hmm. Um Swoopport Rangers, who are sixteenth in the East, and Atlanta United two who's eighteenth in the East. Then in the West you have uh let's see. Real Monarchs, who are sixth, Portland Timbers two who are seventh, um LA Galaxy who are fifteenth, and to to Mecca, to Mecca Defiance, who are eighteenth. Yeah. I might be missing one or two, um, and then League One you have, you know, North Texas, TFC2, and Orlando City B. Yeah. Um, FC Tucson, you can kind of include in there, but they're an affiliate for a USL squad. So, it yeah. kind of works the way out. I agree with your point. It should be case-by-case basis. I think that should work. Exactly. The other thing, too, and I don't think a lot of people are talking about it, is these teams that are MLS2 squads, need they need to change their name. Yeah. You know, Seattle Sounders 2 was, I mean, is to make a difference, essentially, but it's a name change. It's a difference. FC Tucson is the affiliate to Phoenix Rising, but they're in a different team with a different name. To give you an example of that, of why that should be the case, look at Barcelona's B team. They're in a lower division league in Spain and the only reason why they can't be promoted is because there are another Barcelona team. Yeah. So if they change their name, then you have two Catalunian teams or three, cause there's already another one. I think but, there it works differently because I think like they're still like, they're still the part. Okay. They're still the partner to Barcelona. That's a one. We're going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm making the case of is like, if you want to see the attendance improve for some of these games, cause like the city B is drawing a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Other teams are not, you know, New York Rebels for how great they are, are getting 200 people. But mm-hmm. if you tell New York Rebels, too, like, hey, look, if you want to stay in the championship, you got to find somewhere else to play. You can still be an affiliate to the New York Rebels. Yeah. That's fine. You have to find yeah, somewhere else to like play. Just like Phoenix Rising. So just like yeah, so if you North tell, Texas. So if you tell New York Rebels, like, look, go play in Long Island, Staten Island, Queens, somewhere, find a field, play there. You can still keep your affiliate status. That's fine, and you're gonna be able to draw in more people. Yeah, people you're like, drawing, now because now like they're not represent- associating you like, oh, this is this. Is, uh, why would I pay for to, to come see New York Red Bulls two <laughs> when I can go see New York yeah. Red Bulls the real the real That's deal? Like, <laughs> it's like the equivalent of having Endgame on bootleg and be like, all right, so I have a free ticket to go see Endgame in movie theaters or see the bootleg. Yeah, I can watch the bootleg at home, but. I know someone's head is going to pop up or it's going to be (laughs) crappy quality. The camera's going to be shaking. Yeah, or some guy's randomly is going to yell out something stupid. Someone's going to cough. cough, Right? (laughs) So it's like, what's the point? Where I can go see the real product in front of me. I think that's the thing. I think also why USL is doing this is because, and I don't know if anyone's paying attention to this, and maybe I'm being a conspiracy theorist, but I'm fine with it. This proves to me that they are at least thinking about Pro-Real. Because this is my case in point. If you go look in Germany, for instance, right? And mm-hmm. Germany is the example I'm going to use. Most teams in Germany, like, I think Bayern Munich 2 and other leagues, there has to be at least a league difference between the A team, I mean, the A squad and the B squad. Exactly. So, for instance, It's the same thing with, with, with the Barcelona B Yeah. Team. So, when yeah. Hanover got relegated, mm-hmm. Hanover B team was mid-table in Bundesliga 2. And they but had, had to, to drop. get relegated because they had to f- go down to the um, regalia because there has to be a league difference. It has to be a league. It has to be that. Yeah. So that's, I mean, this is the indication to me of like, if pro Rally is coming, this is probably where they're going to start. Where we're like, all right, look, you as a champion squad, the highest you can go is league one. Because of the mess, we're not creating promotion relegation between the two. You can go up to the championship. I'm pretty sure it's still that. If the finances and things work out, or if they allow these two teams to become independent but still part-owned, mm-hmm. like how the kickers were, The kickers were always their own independent team, but then we always had the affiliation with D.C. United. That's why I think some of these two teams might go to, if yeah. they get owners and stuff in. That's just my own thing. So We'll leave a link down in the show notes for the articles so you can read it. Also, just once again, make sure you subscribe to Athletic because they put out some great articles. Yes. They put out some great articles. Um, last but not least, we go on the road. We play Friday at 4 p.m. against TFC 2, Toronto 2. Why is the game Friday at 4? I, I don't know why. <laughs> but I will be on vacation. <laughs> yeah. So, can't wait. I'll um, be. You'll be here. Yeah. Be, <laughs> you I mean, don't have to sound so depressed. That'll be interesting. I mean, Friday afternoon, I probably won't be able to see the game live because of, you know, work. But so right now TFC is fifth in the table. Um they played 16 games, 23 points, but their home record is very impressive. They have four wins, three draws, 17 goals scored, nine goals given up. They have the fourth best home record. Right now. <sighs> well, Richmond, on the other hand, on the road, has the second worst world record. One win, one draw, five losses. But the crazy thing is, those five losses have came majorly during our losing streak against Orlando CDB, um, South Georgia, and Chattanooga. Chattanooga, yeah. So three of our five losses it came in the road. I mean, inside of the losing streak. Inside of the losing streak. I I'm gonna be honest with you. What are you looking? What are you looking forward to seeing in this game? Because I I want to see if the kickers can repeat what they did yesterday. Agreed. I, agree. I want to see if this five in the back system is something that we can build off of. Granted, I don't want to ever see. I don't ever want to see a team just going there with the same game playing game after game after game and nothing changes. Yeah. Because how many times, and granted, we've all done it as fans, when you're winning, you don't pay attention to the small, minute details because it's like, we're yeah. winning. Who cares? Yeah. And like we said last week, like as long as you get a first one underneath your belt, you're good. Keep that going. But now it's like you have to build on top of that. Exactly. exactly. You know, <clears throat> what's the next step going forward? What's the next thing that can build the team to help us progress to that next step so we can get a winning streak going and moving forward? Yeah. Um. Well, well. First, hopefully, Maxi will be back in, and how I I want to see how he integrates into some something like this, a system, a slight system change like this that uh, Bulo has implemented. I do think that apart from Maxi. But see, that's the thing. In terms of if we want to go into projected lineup, do you take Matt Balduke out after oh, a no. performance like that? No, I, th- I think the thing was I think Bolduc, one had to get healthy, and I think Bulow learned like all right, <clears throat> playing him at fullback and that Lockerbie was not the right decision. I think that's why you saw balduke more centrally, and it worked yeah. perfectly. I think you do make the same amount. If you want to make a change, do you take Troy and put Maxi? Does Maxi offer you more going forward than Troy? Yes. Is Troy better defensively at sitting back than Maxi? Yes. But I think, like how we were talking about earlier about Olivia Giroud and um, Benzema. Yes. Both offer you great things in their individual skills. It just depends on the day. What do you want? What do you need? What's, yeah. what's needed? What, what are you playing yeah, against? What are you looking for? Yeah. Um. I think Chen... Has solidified himself as the striker. Yeah, so far I'm fine yeah. with that. I, I don't really don't see a whole bunch of changes. I think the yeah. one thing is um, I do see TFC they're going to take their chances at Joe Rice because this is his first. This will be his first career start. Um, yeah, and I think it's going to be a lot of Shenovsky and Aquit and Malagas. And if Troy is playing back there to be like, "Hey, look, we got to protect Joey Rice. We got to protect Joey Rice." Uh, and don't all and he put him to, in good situations where he can, yeah, make the save, but he, make it make it a, a low percentage shot, yeah. a low percentage shot that is in favor of the goalkeeper. Now, how do you do that defensively when it's an, when it's in the danger zone? I want to see kickers players not focused on winning the ball back, but just preventing the shot. Because that that's where a lot of... Uh, that's where some of our situations have gone wrong with some of the goals we've allowed. Is, let me try and win this ball. When you try and win the ball, you are slightly easier to beat than if you're trying to cut an angle, prevent yeah. a pass, prevent a shot. Yeah. Because if I just step in front and hold my position and just stay between you and my goal, you have to start thinking of something else other than shooting. Yeah, if I lunge in for the ball, if you're quick enough, you can just sidestep me, and now you have an open shot on goal, and now Joe Rice is exposed. Yeah. I mean, so, this is the other thing, too. Toronto is going to test the one thing about the kickers that <clears throat> has been our Achilles all year set pieces. They've scored yeah. 20 goals this year, but 10 of them have been from set pieces. Set pieces, yeah. And the other thing, too, to TFC at home. Um, I mean, you look at their last game, they they came back against well, Lansing. And- Remember the North Texas game? The game, they were down three goals and came back and scored three. Mm-hmm. Then you had the forward game where Ford forward scur- forward scored early, and then they scored, I think, in the 85th minute. Mm-hmm. No, they scored early, then um, forward scored in the 81st minute. And then you had... Their last game against Lansing. Yeah, the last game against Lansing, where who scored? They it? were down three one and came back. Yeah, they scored first, 3-3. and then Lansing scored three straight, but then they scored two. So it's like TFC and is a the team that two, has, their two goals were offset pieces. Yeah, and TFC is the kind of team where they know like they have comeback ability, so they're used to it. Yeah. So if Richmond scores one, don't think like all right, this is it. We good. Keep that foot on the pedal. Stay yeah. in the game. Stay in the game. Don't P- get keep shut up you you can't you can't you can't shut off even if you're 3-0 up obviously of course if North Texas are 3-0 up and they can come back and tie it 3-3 three, three, we need to make sure that we are keeping if we do get the upper hand you've got to keep the foot on the neck yeah. or else you're going to get you know it's not you, you will get funded. punished no yeah um honestly man i think this will be this is a big test yeah for Coach Bielo and the boys because they this is a team that requires us to be focused one hundred ninety percent I mean, definitely we should be, you know, in it every single minute, but, when you play a team that's great at set pieces, Yeah. You gotta pay more. Attention you have to, to, to be, stay turned on, stay switched on. Um, we just don't want another situation like what happened with the second goal against us uh, with, North Next, with North Texas. No, definitely not. I mean, and those those are the type of situations that don't show signs. They're not individual errors. That's just, we got played, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we need to make sure that that doesn't happen. How can we fix that? Can we do a hybrid of man and zono? Can we maybe... If if you have three players in one area, maybe have the players marking them not be so close because that's how that that's how basically how um I think it was Shinosky lost his yeah. man. So I'm excited. One because we gotta win before I go on vacation. Yep. So for those that don't know, I mean I'm pretty sure all you know. I have said it earlier. I'm going on my first anniversary trip. Yeah. Going to have fun. Congrats. Um, you're going to have a special guest next week with you going over the game. Yep. We have a big break between this game and August the 10th game against Forward Madison up and forward. hmm So there will be a break in between. It's going to be fun. Maybe, you know, we're looking to have some other projects starting off. So fingers crossed on that. Yeah. Anything else for you, my man? Uh, no. no I was just... I'm just happy that we broke the goal drop. We broke the losing streak. It's... It, <clears throat> now it's time to turn around. It's a new chapter. Yeah. Um, I know there are a lot of people that were frustrated. It was a dark time. A lot of people were frustrated. But we need to remember that this Kickers team my is brand new. Y'all. From <laughs> front to back. From front office. Ownership. Yeah. Coaching staff. And just players, because we won... Does not mean <clears throat> it is the end. Yeah, we you got know, to keep still, this momentum. <clears throat> it's still a, it's a constant build to it. Yeah, There's you a know, constant know, build. Keep the we're level still, heads, We're still second to last. You know, second to last place yeah, right now. Still a constant build. We won the first place derby, which is important, but it's still a constant build. We gotta keep working at it. Keep getting better. Like I said, if we want to even be in the playoff race, come September, we need to. Win. We gotta win 15 out of 18 points. Yeah, we got three. We got 12 left to go yeah let's let's get it done let's get it dusted let's go you know so with that being said um yeah man this is elliot this is shanir and we'll holler you guys and well i won't be talking to you for another three weeks yeah i'll see you guys next week see you